it's me, Rebecca Conran, coming at you, not live, definitely recorded, uh, from Narrowsburg, New York, and we're here with the Energy Report for February the 24th to March the 1st on the News Story Podcast. Um, alrighty, so this is your weekly report into what kind of vibe we're heading into. Um, I like to offer a tarot poll, a theme, a ritual, and then we talk about the uh, astrological transits of what's coming up. I'm an energy healer and a spiritual counselor, and uh, I started doing these reports uh, about as newsletters, um, probably seven years ago. And I found that, uh, for sensitive people who are extra sensory, right? We have like very strong sensory perceptions. Um, you know, that when there are things going on in the collective, we really feel that. And so astrology kind of provides a guidelines to understanding maybe some of the themes that we're feeling. And when we can understand it, we can sort of work with it in a more conscious and creative way as opposed to if we're just um, sort of being dragged along by the energy. And by no means does this mean that you won't feel, uh, we're not going to circumvent our feelings. It's not going to be like we listen to the energy report and we always feel good. But sometimes maybe you listen to the energy report and you get a tip on how to work within some of those more difficult feelings in a conscious and creative way. So, we're smack dab in the middle of our, uh, well, not even the middle. We've, we're one week into our, uh, uh, Mercury retrograde. And, um, I think the transition was pretty difficult for most of us. Like we really felt that like, you know, kind of like slow down. And then it kind of hit us like a ton of bricks. But I feel like this Mercury retrograde is really an amazing time for creativity, for visualizing, for actually seeing the dream of where you want to go moving forward um, in a more concrete way and in your mind, in your ideas, in your belief systems. And so even though it's a karmic time and Pisces really rules, um, you know, dealing with our karma, dealing with our shadow, um, ultimately, I think that this has this is feeling like a really productive Mercury retrograde in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Um, there are those sensitive moments. We're going to talk about that for this week. This is the energy report for February the 24th to March the 1st. So the theme that I picked this week is I stand up for what I believe in. The tarot card that I pulled is the Three of Wands. This is a great... Um, this is a great card. It really speaks to demonstrating leadership, being a visionary, and expanding horizons. It carries the energy of adventure, travel, and it can really indicate moving forward in ways that are pleasing to us. Um, again, this retrograde period through Pisces that we're in, it really encompasses this energy of looking forward whilst also reflecting on where we've been. So we're dreaming up the next endeavors in our lives. We're maybe not quite greenlit yet. Um, but it's such a creative and visual time to go deep into that place of like designing for ourselves what's coming next. And it, for a lot of us, it's really like a lot of the things we want to be creating are maybe things that um, we are going to be pioneering. You know, it's a very inventive time. So um, it requires, of course, it's going to pull up some fear and there's going to be some risks and stuff like that. 
Um, I think one really important thing is, is like go into your dreams, dream it, see it, feel it, and then give permission to spirit to make it happen as co-creator. Okay. So all of the pieces, you don't have to sit and stress and be in complete fear. How am I going to make all this work? How am I going to make all this work? That's where your spiritual practice really has to come in and you have to go, spirit's going to figure this out. If this is for my highest and best, if this is something that is ready to go now, spirit's going to show me that when, the where, the what, the how, right? So um, we're really just going into this deeply spiritual and creative uh, place. And I found it really invigorating. Um, And then at times, if I'm in fear and doubt, Uh, I'm definitely working through old karma and like little Rebecca pops up and she like needs me to hold her hand and be like, I got your back and spirits got your back. And I noticed that fear in you, but we're going to keep moving forward. Um, Again, going back into the theme, I stand up for what I believe in this week. The ritual that I chose is to speak your truth. So it's true that people often use the term speaking your truth to deliver unkind words. Some of you might even grimace at me even saying that. Some of us are probably really fucking sick of hearing, speak your truth, you know, like because we see it used in really hypocritical ways. Um, We see it used, um, again, with people delivering nastiness to others or judgments without mercy and emotional projections. So there, there really is a nuance to speaking your truth, and that is we have to take the time to understand what our truth really is and what our motivation is for delivering it. So this week we're kind of tuning into, do you know what your truth is? What is your vision for your life and for those around you? Do you spend time honing what your values are and living in accordance to them? When you meet others with differing values, how do you approach finding unification with your fellow man? So this week's week's ritual is to stand by your beliefs and definitely when others try to push you to disregard your boundaries, don't back down. Okay, speak your truth though doesn't mean attacking someone else for their beliefs or um, criticizing them. It means not being swayed from yourself, not being swayed from yourself. So perhaps speaking your truth this week really applies, maybe there isn't anyone you need to uh, express boundaries to or put your foot down or stand up for yourself with perhaps the person you need to speak your truth to is you and it doesn't need to be announced perhaps and I'm going to go as far as saying also maybe you do need to speak your truth to someone else and maybe you have a higher self talk with them and you speak your truth in a letter and then you burn it you know there's lots of ways that we can we can also connect in with this information it's always a shift in us an energetic boundary shift in us that makes the waves. Um, It's not even necessarily that we need to tell somebody else. Um, So there's something being revealed to us this week in terms of truth. There's something being really, you know, um, revealed. Again, I stand up for what I believe in. It has something to do with our beliefs, our values, our integrity. Pay attention to the signs and signals. And again, you know, part of this ritual is, do you know what your truth is? What is your vision for life and for those around you? Do you spend time honing what your values are and and do you live in accordance with them? When you meet other differing values in others, how do you approach finding unification with your fellow man? All right, so you're going to get right up in this week. 
On Tuesday, the 25th of uh, February, the sun is going to be conjunct Mercury. They're both in Pisces, uh, which is retrograding. Mercury's retrograding. And the moon is also going to be conjunct Chiron, and they are both in Aries. So conjunctions happen when heavenly bodies are within zero to five degrees of one another. The planet energies peak on the day when that conjunction is exact, like they're at the exact same degree. But the effects can be felt for days before and after because we really feel it strongly when they're within five degrees of one another. So it can take a minute for them to move apart enough that we stop feeling that intensification. Now, when the sun and Mercury are connected, communication is definitely on the forefront. We really want to communicate with one another and, and as much as possible. You know, the sun is our collective identity. Mercury is communication. It's um, uh our inner dialogue, our dialogue with others. Um, And with this energy, with this conjunction in Pisces, it can lack perspective because Pisces is so dreamy. It sees things as it wants to sometimes instead of like maybe some of the more realistic points of view. A good question to ask yourself during this moment in time is, am I seeing things clearly? You know, and it may require that you really just check in and slow down Um, sometimes it's not that we feel really bad about something that gives us the, uh, gives us the warning signs that we're not seeing clearly. Sometimes we feel really high about something. We're like, everything's amazing and it's all going to work out just blah, blah, blah. Like we do this a lot with, um, you know, relationships sometimes, you know, especially in the honeymoon period, right? Where we're only seeing all the good stuff and we're not really being realistic about the other stuff. And then when our expectations aren't met, we can have a little bit of a fall from grace. So am I seeing things clearly? Doesn't mean you got to go into a fear place and go everything's shit and I shouldn't be doing this because part of it isn't perfect and part of it is complicated. It's more about just like really using our reasoning as well as our ability to dream and uh, at the same time. So really having balance between beautiful masculine energy in us and the beautiful feminine energy in us. So am I seeing things clearly? And sometimes if we're not, we just have to really rely on spirit to figure things out for us and to make it work for us. Um, And to say, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. And spirit, show me. So inviting an inner dialogue can really help bring any illusions into reality, but we need to be aware that excessive self-doubt is not representative of intuitive guidance either, right? So we want that in inner dialogue of like, okay, well, yes, everything might feel amazing, but there's going to be some contradictions to that because that just exists in life and like, um, you know, I want to start a new business, but the reality is that if I can put this in a perspective for me, when I start a new business, it's probably going to take a couple of years for it to get up and running. I might even go into a little bit of debt in the beginning. Um, it's like, it's not a way to dissuade you from doing what you want to do. It's just sort of like keeping your expectations at a place that is doable for you um, and clear. But it doesn't mean to go, I'm going to go into debt and I probably won't make any money and going into excessive like uh, pessimism around it. That's not what I mean by seeing things clearly. It just means bringing things into a place of uh, seeing all sides, all perspectives and allowing yourself to work within your means. Um, so 
If you're feeling extra doubtful, you probably need to give your mind a rest and look for answers at a later date and go into a place of nurturance. Um, because whenever we're in a place of excessive fear and doubt, it's not a great time to make major decisions. I mean, Mercury retrograde isn't a fantastic time to make any major decisions, but it's not to say that you can't. Um, it's just more like we we really want to be patient with ourselves. We're in a patience and planning stage at the moment. Um, so we've got the moon also meeting Chiron and Aries on this day. The moon is our inner persona, you know, our feelings. And Chiron is our most wounded feelings, our most wounded placements, both in Aries of like feeling the need to truly be ourselves, identify as our genuine selves. So there's a dichotomy at work on this day, right? Because we, we have a strong feeling to protect and express our individual emotions with this Aries energy, sometimes forcefully. But we also want to show compassion and universal love with that beautiful Pisces conjunction, especially for the fact that everyone is just trying to do the best they can with the tools they have. You know, uh, our fellow man is not our enemy. You know, like, no, we don't have to compete. No one needs to be the person that is out to get us and is going to fuck up all of our shit, you know, um, so we're really letting go of those ideas and understanding that, like, yes, we both we all can have a placement here. We are all important to the cycle of life here. So in its shadow energy on this day, Tuesday the 25th, it can be deluded, selfish. We might see a lot of projections emotionally. Uh, we might feel, woe is me, no one understands me, no one has it as hard as me. That might be one avenue that we could take. On the other hand, we may feel an incredible love for the world around us and want to connect into that divine energy that's coursing through absolutely everything and everyone in our universe, whether they have fully realized it or not. I would say at the very least, expect to feel on this day. Plan something creative or something that supports appreciation and beauty as well, especially with all this Pisces energy. It's, it's so well expressed through creative activities, through poetry, through um, singing and dancing, through painting, through whatever. And you don't have to be by any means an artist or what you think is an artist. Just allow yourself to flow in some way, um, even if nobody sees it. And it's not for any purpose, then you are expressing yourself. The next day that I want to look at here is Thursday the 27th. We have another conjunction, so these energies are really highlighting each other. The energy is more intensified, and on this day, the moon is conjunct Venus, again, both in Aries. Um, so our inner persona is hit up again, lit up again, um, our, the way that we personally feel. That's the moon, um, our inner feminine energy. And this time, it's really being uh, amplified by how we love, how we want to be loved, as well as our personal beliefs and values, as well as like our connection to our resources, because those are the qualities of Venus. So this is, you know, a time to consider our personal beliefs and values, as well as romantic energy and things like that. So if your true wishes and who you are deep down is someone different than who you show to others or 
if this is how others behave with you, this can be a sort of a reckoning coming. If you know that you need to be loved in a certain way, but you are not um, moving forward with that, with your value system, what you need to feel valued, um, we can really have strong reactions where that's not happening for us. You know, um, we might possibly feel really oversensitive on this day. On a whole, you know, um, this is a frustrating time in, in some ways, you know, this Mercury retrograde, things are unclear. And um, I think with on this day in particular, we're going to feel really sensitive around like our beliefs and values and really sensitive around whether we feel loved or whether we feel seen um, and just our feelings in general. If you're single, you might feel really deeply about that longing for romance, you know, if you're with a partner and the relationship is lacking in some way, you might really feel strongly about um, having your needs met. So I think on this day, especially because the feelings are just going to be so on the forefront, it's not necessarily time to like, um, I think if you're in a really reactive place, you might want to go home and baby yourself and come to a place of peace before you express yourself. But that's, that's like a great thing to say, of course. And of course, sometimes shit just needs to be said when you're in that fucking reactive mode. So you just got to do you baby, you know, but at the end of the day, if you're feeling really upset, if you're feeling really stressed out, nurture, 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 because what you need first and foremost is to come home to yourself to come home to spirit and to get a little bit filled up and nourished. Um, so great day to romance yourself, salt bath with oils, self massage, you know, or engage in loving social situations. You know, if, if there are places that are lacking, if you're single, call your best friend up, you know, like see that like you have love in your life still make sure that you're connecting, um, to all the avenues that love can come to you. Um, and again, there's a focus on creativity, the arts, beauty right now. So really like this could be a really great time to, to write songs, to, to write stories, whatever it is that, um, you're personally connected to, or even just write in your journal, you know, Friday, the 28th, uh, Venus and Aries is going to square Pluto and Capricorn. So here we have our belief and value system activated again, this time breaking down and being reformulated because Pluto is like this detective of what needs to kind of get cleared out, what's not working, uh, what structures and foundations need transforming. So sex, addiction, addiction, issues with power control, those are all on the agenda on this day. Squares bring conflict, so we may find it could be inner conflict, it could be con outer conflict, we may find that who we are as we have evolved no longer fits the old rom romantic identity that we've been holding on to. I remember a few years ago when it actually hit me that contrary to what I had been going along with my whole life, I actually don't want to have children and I don't really feel connected to getting married um, or even necessarily living with my partner. Um, and it was really freeing to allow myself the permission to even say those things and to not want those th things. Um, 
but it also, and it was completely freeing, but it also represented a total breakdown of my old value system. Um, if there are any beliefs and values that we have been conditioned to hold about life, to hold about love, to hold about like resources, you know, money, um, that don't fit who we are and our personal needs, wants, and desires, we're going to see a restructuring of that in our lives. We've definitely already been seeing it, but this day is going to highlight some of that uh, present work to us. Simply put, this could also be a day when you break free from a relationship or you free your heart from something you've been holding on to. Um, this whole year is really getting us to do the legwork of building on our dreams and intentions in reality, in the physical world. You know, discipline is such a big, and responsibility is such a big part of this year. Um, it's tiring. It can be frustrating. And we really have to give ourselves permission to take lots of breaks from pushing and pulling and, and trying. And we've got to really sink into that rest, nurtured, nourish, like the disciplines that are healthy to our bodies as much as possible. Um, the last day I want to talk about is uh, Saturday the 29th because it kind of highlights this whole year's energy. It's a leap year day. Leap years happen every four years, and they give us 29 days in February rather than 28. Ultimately, we have leap years because humans wanted to make sense of the Earth's natural rhythms. It turns out a year or how long it takes for the earth to revolve around the sun is actually more like 365.6 days long. So to account for the unaccounted six hours, every four years we have an additional 24-hour day. Humans are the only fucking creatures on earth who try to control time. And I think more than anything, this energy on this day brings home the fact that linear time is a human construct and doesn't allow for individual personal timing or divine timing. We are in a collective four year this year, 2020, and this additional 11 energy, which is two plus nine on this day, so 29th equals 11, it brings on this period we're experiencing. Okay, four speaks to our responsibility, our due diligence, building a solid foundation of our spirituality into reality. 11 speaks to being a co-creator of our experience, a co-creator through our focus and intention. It's not all about willing our way through life. It's also about inviting spirit in, the magic, the alchemy. This is a great day to tune back into what you're doing and why. Do you keep the faith in yourself? Even when outward manifestations are slow coming in timing-wise, this energy highlights patience and planning again as well as being unwavering in your thoughts. You know, keep wanting what you want and knowing that in time, in the right time, not human time, which is about control and power, but in infinite time, you all the things that you are desiring and wanting, if you are dreaming it, it is coming in. So focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. And, uh, and, you know, this week we have no major planets changing signs, but I think that this will be quite an energized week. I want to thank all the patrons of the Energy Report podcast and newsletter, those who donate any amount via Venmo and, um, and uh, Patreon. This week, thank you so much to Emily for your Venmo donation. If you'd like to exchange energy with me uh, to support 
keeping these reports going and to just be in the flow of this work. Um, the suggested amount is $52 for the year, which turns out to be about a dollar per week if you'd like to Venmo that or whatever dollar amount makes you feel good. There's um, quite a few people who are just giving $5 a month via Patreon, and that energy, it just helps the flow to go both ways. Um, and if you can't give, that's totally fine too. You know, there are plenty of other ways to exchange energy, share it with a friend, um, you know, just send me uh, like a energetic fist bump. <laughs> um, there's there's a, a lot of different things that you can do that are not actually even financial, so that's all good too. But of course, I am a practitioner, so if you do want to give anything, uh, every little bit helps. Um, thank you to all of our listeners, and I will connect in with you next week. If you are interested in doing a session with me or anything like that, please check out my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. And uh, if you're upstate New York, I, I do have like some cool sound healing events going on, some sound baths, uh, meditation, and of course my album Yin, which is a sound bath in itself, is available on all streaming platforms or via Bandcamp. It is called Yin, Y-I-N, the record by me, Rebecca Conran. Uh, please listen. Um, put it on your playlist. It is fucking good. <laughs> I'm really psyched about it. And I am just like, I'm so excited when you all listen to it and enjoy it. Um, and that's why I made this piece of art. All right, dears, I will see you next week. Bye.